a bit like UKW, OVW, Ohio Valley of Wrestling, are doing their look back show. And actually, it's a bit of a cracker. You know, sometimes it's a Christmas cracker. It's a... <clears throat> you see, sometimes I've thought that their weekly show had a bit of kind of angle hokiness. Quite a lot of angles and sometimes not really linked to much. They just tried to get angles in. When they approached Christmas Chaos, the two programmes that approached that were better because they had less angles because they had to fit them and add them to or link them to certain matches. But I haven't seen the special events so much because there's so much wrestling to watch. I know I've missed them and I've heard about matches and thought, these sound pretty good, you know. Now I can tell you, they are. First of all, it's the dream team of Brian Kennison, Brian Kennison, and Stevie DG. DG. And um, they're doing OVW Christmas Carol. So, ostensibly, it's Brian reading Christmas Carol and um, Stevie DG not being very happy about that. He's the sort of Scrooge type. So you can see what's going to happen, can't you? Now, they clearly haven't got a copy of Charles Dickens' A Christmas Carol, or can't be bothered to find one, perhaps, because what they've got is a book, a hardback book, with a printout, a white piece of paper, with a little picture of A Christmas Carol on it, and they folded that around the book. Yeah, that's what they've done. And um, you'll just have to bear with them on that one. So first of all, we've got Shannon the Dude versus Shearer. It's in the Kentucky Brewing Tournament, and Shearer has been blinded, apparently, can't really see. So what's going to happen? At one point, two rather overweight manager types, no, they had managers in the Kentucky Brewing Tournament, the one that went on for about four years. They fight and get sent back to the to the back. Mercifully, quickly, they don't really engage. And then we find that Shearer can see. Oh, my God. Shannon grabs the ref and um, is spine busted for the pin. And it's not it's not an ideal way to start, to be honest, I don't think. Back in the book, when Brian starts to talk about Marley, you've got Josh Ashcrap. Crack, crack. Arse crack. Arse crap. Anyway, he comes in with chains as Marley and introduces a match. Get this. From Chain Carnage. You see, it all fits. It's beautiful. It's like, a, it's like an episode of Columbo, this. And it's Cashflow versus Omar Amir for the title. Because Cashflow was the champion at this time. Brian is so excited here. Particularly when they both go, their heads go, into the unprotected buckle. You know this was going to happen. There's a blade job, or maybe he was broken open hard way for Omar Amir, but Cashflow punches that area and then shows the blood on his fist to the camera. It's a really nice moment, actually. There are some good moments here, too. So, um, Flo comes off the top, tastes a boot with a chain round it, so it's even worse. And then you've got Omar Amir crotched on the buckle. There's no foam there, mate. Your twig and berries meet steel. Flo decides he'll do a, a high crossbody. No, he, he could he could jump out the way and you'll be right on the chain. Oh, you are on the chains. That's not good, you know. 
And then Omar Amir gets him up in a spine buster and Brian is so excited he almost loses his mess at that pin. Actually, pretty good match. It was all right. And I'm glad to have seen it, actually. I really am. Just like I'm glad to see Hayley J, who's been through the ringer this year. Been treated a bit like a chattel. I think that needs to be looked at a bit, but I like her work, and she's fighting Jocelyn Navarro here in a street fight. It's really good. It really is. I mean, early on, Hayley hits her with a trash can, a trash can lid, should I say, a broom, there's a plunger to Hayley J's face. As they say, we don't know where that's been. That's really nice, actually. Jocelyn Navarro does some really good work here. Hayley smashes a trash can to her back. Then her shirt's pulled off. We didn't really need that, did we? She spanks Jocelyn Navarro with a cheese grater. I mean, that's innovative. It really is. It isn't cheesy at all. Lawrence, who was her bloke at the time, there have been some issues around blokes with Hayley, throws powder in the ref size by mistake. And then there's a bangerang from Jocelyn with the trash can, which the ref doesn't see. And Hayley gets the soccer rocks, which she was doing earlier in the year. Seems to have been forgotten now. But it's really good, I must say. And if you like that, you're going to get Jesse Goddess coming in. Fighting the Pope. I didn't see this fight, and I'm really glad to see it now. It's got some good action in it. A bit short, to be honest. But there is some good action while it was going, including a very high Goddess drop kick, very athletic, and then straight into a Boston Crab. Pope hits a spiked DDT right on the top of his head. It's beautifully done. People seem to be doing that these days, don't they? They're adding the spike. Yes, I think they've done something to the DDT to make it even nastier. I wonder if Jake knows about it. Well, he'll be watching it. I'm not sure if he was consultant. He hasn't got a trademark on it, has he? I don't know. If he has, a lot of wrestlers are really in trouble. Anyway, back in the ring, there's quite a poor elbow drop from Pope off the top. And then double knees, which are really odd. They're like a meteora, but not quite. It's really weird to see him do it for a long two. God has used as the ref, as you might expect. And then there's a DQ. It ends on a DQ. Pope thinks he's won. But he, but you, you should know this, mate. You've been arrested for a few years. Belts never change hands on a DQ. You should know that. Don't be holding up both belts as if you've won them. You know what the rules are. And then they beat him up and Tony Gunn was with Goddard at the time. He's not now. Back in Bookland, Isaiah's in. Brian does this kind of, please don't hit me, I'm not a physical gent. Very well. He backs away for ages. Isaiah says nothing, but he fills for about what? Seems like five minutes. Does it really well. And now we've got the Tag Team Championship Division Ladder Match. Very happy to see this. Early on, Brown de Espinosa dropped on a ladder. Coffee comes in, throws one of the tates to the walkway, just tosses him aside because, you know, you're in my way. Then gets in the ring and immediately helps in an assisted spy monster with Brandon to the other tate twin. Great. Tally Hero comes in with, what does everybody want? 
not a fanny pack party. He's got Al Snow's head, the mannequin, you know. And then Dustin Jackson goes off the top of a tall ladder to Eric Darkstone, Darkstorm, on a ladder. Eric doesn't half take a lot of beatings in these ladder matches. Saw one last week at Christmas Chaos in which he took a, a beating too. Okay. So Michaels, there's a lovely bit where you've got Michaels and Big Zoe, both big dudes. Michaels steps on the first rung of one of the ladders. The rung breaks. That's really nicely done, actually. It's really nicely rigged, and it's a really nice moment. Michaels doesn't let that phase him. He choke slams Big Rex into a ladder in the corner. The ladder breaks. That's a beautiful moment. Can't remember who wins this. Oh, it's Dark Clouds. They win it. But the important thing really is that this is a stupendous match. Really well done. One of the best things I've seen OVW do for years. And the next match for the Rush Division Championship, Gustavo versus Blanco Loco versus Starrider, who is the champ, is pretty good as well. Blanco Loco, so fast. Blanco Loco. So fast, there's a Gustavo head scissors, and then he gets, I think he thinks, that, that was good, takes a nasty super kick, then grabs Star Rider's leg, and Blanco, uh, Loco, and suplexes it. It looks better than it sounds. It's that kind of an assisted suplex thing. Blanco Loco tries for a slingshot twisting neck breaker on Gustavo, loses control of it at one point, and just drops him, but they don't let it phase them. You've got um, Salamino coming in at one point. I don't know why. I don't know if there's previous with him and Gustavo. I presume there is. Gustavo hits a standing sliced bread. It was worth Salamino coming in for me to see that match. And Gustavo, in the end, reverses a Star Rider pin for the win. He cannot believe it. Can't believe it. Neither can I, but he's done good stuff while he was Rush Division Champion. He's got a sweet demeanour, and um, that match was good, if short. It could have been twice as long, because these can all go. They've got good energy, and they've got the moves too. Okay, let's wrap this thing up, shall we? Stevie's GD, you know him, GD. Is keen to get a match together, he goes outside, doesn't want all this nonsense about the, the look back at the matches and, and Charles Dickens, rings Al who says, what are you doing, this is Christmas, should be celebrating, he suddenly realises, maybe because the boss told him to realise, not sure that's the message of the book, that he should be a nicer guy, goes back in, and everything's fine, they leave happy. Then that actor who played Santa Claus, he's got double bubble. Maybe they did the Christmas chaos and then they immediately filmed this. Maybe. Maybe they filmed it ages ago. Maybe just got one fee, I don't know. Anyway, he's pretty good. Comes in, they're on the naughty list. There's a, they stole the Santa's sleigh. There's an Uber bill for 14,000 miles. That's quite nice. It's nicely done. There are some very good matches here. And OVW have just given us a really big Christmas present. I didn't expect anything from them from them this year. 
but they've come through. Well done. Let's see what happens next year. Ta-ta.